We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Storm Dar Weather Podcast. This is episode 212. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Hector the Convector episode. And we're going to explain what that is later. Both of you, both Corey and Shara are going, what is that? <laughs> no, this is a thing I learned the other day, which is really, really cool. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. So you have to stick around. After the weather school, so we'll talk about that. Anyway, happy April, guys. It is April. Is it? April. <laughs> Barely. I feel like it March lasted April. like four months. It felt so. like it, yeah. March went on really forever. Did. Well, it's one of the longer months. <laughs> but I'm glad it's April. <laughs> weather starts getting interesting. More interesting. Yes. You know, so. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to talk about that, too. I didn't put it on the, the outline. The South Mississippi... Louisiana, Alabama, they're getting hammered again. They're getting a lot. They are. Wave after wave after wave. And the Storm Prediction Center keeps painting their, you know. Again this tomorrow. Yeah, starting tomorrow. They and then upset someone. Uh, yeah, something, you know, they've Some already. Some higher power is upset with. Uh, yeah, with the South, exactly. And I just keep waiting. And we've talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. It's like, I keep waiting. All that is going to eventually start lifting north because, of course, we're getting further into spring and the Earth's rotation and all that's going to start lifting up again. So I'm just kind of waiting on, you know, that come up here, but it's just stuck. It's stuck. Well, down it there. did come up here. We had a, an EF3 tornado hit Springfield. Not oh, Springfield. Springdale. Hey, wait, no. Yeah, no, skipped us. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Springdale, Spring right? Arkansas. Dale. Springdale. That's Arkansas. true. And, yes. Hit the school, hit the gym, hit a bunch of stuff, really. Injured seven people. So. Now, was this during school hours? And, and if you look on a map, it's the trajectory from Springdale to Branson's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. If you get stuff down there, Springdale, Fayetteville, up to Eureka Springs, you and that's can... exactly what was tornado warned all the way up to Eureka Springs at oh, four a.m. Right. Oh, that you were up, so I went live. Yeah, you did. I got. Well, I went you... live because people in Southern Stone County they were getting alerts on their phone that they were under a tornado warning, which wasn't the case because although they were close to that warning, they weren't in it. So See, I decided people yeah. were freaking out, so I hopped on there and told. Them yeah, where it was and jumping in their basements at four o'clock. What in the was morning going on? You know? Yes, yeah, so I've got to give you a little bit of that applause, Corey. Thank you for staying up because everybody knows I go to bed. I got I'm old. I got to get my sleep. And Corey always covers these overnight and things. He still got up and went to work that day. No, I yes, was I was off. Oh, wait. No, yeah, he, no, no, he was I off that day. That was day. the day you worked. No, no, that, I, I, I know you Thursday that. morning. I no, knew Wednesday that. morning. That's Wednesday morning. I thought it was and Thursday I was morning. Wednesday. So I yeah, it was. Woke a, up early I got and... to sleep in, but I, the night before, 
oh, oh. when it was coming in. Mm-hmm. I wore my watch to bed, so if an alert comes down anywhere in the Stormdark forecast area, it's going to jiggle my wrist and wake me up. You're going to wake up, yeah. And that's what happened. Well, I tell people. It's going to take a lot more than coming. a watch vibrating on my <laughs> wrist to wake me I up. I watched it. It woke me up in Oklahoma when it went <laughs> first went severe in, in Ottawa and Delaware County, and then it moved into Arkansas, and it really took off. It really exploded. The that, that's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah, that, that got really intense there for a while. Now, there wasn't a watch. With, no, there No, there was. Overnight, there was a tornado watch. Yes. That's right, because I'd gone to bed. There wasn't a tornado watch for Branson when I went to they bed. They issued one until 7 a.m., uh, probably around 2 a.m. I was going to say they probably popped it yeah, later, yeah, because yeah, I went to bed at about 12.30, and I was like, okay, well, we're not anticipating it. And even the National Weather Service was saying, and the TV people, everybody's saying, it's like, well, there might be some severe, but maybe not really. But my question, I want to pick your brain. Stone Southern Stone County was getting alerts of and, a tornado warning for them and Barry County. Okay, and but there was not a warning out for them. It was the EAS, the one that goes wacky every time. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm because talking it's about. The yeah, county, because it's the county over from them, or N- no, well, it's in close proximity. Yeah, I will say this though. I have every. Well, not every, but I have a lot more this year weather apps that notify you of warnings so I can make sure I'm covered. Mm. And I downloaded the Weather Channel app because I had video on the Weather Channel not too long ago, and I wanted to watch it on the app, Mm. and I just left it on there. And they were saying Branton was under warnings on their notifications that we were not under, just like EAS. And I was very upset with a weather... uh, uh, service or a, a weather company agency yeah yeah sending out false alerts like that okay when Here, everybody looks up to the weather channel now here's my question eastern taney had a tornado warning correct that I, was later on later way on. later on oh oh yeah so this was warning out of the out of the nothing this was the first line well it was a pretty wide line it was more of a a front line warning at first and then it oh, kind of okay. just kind of spread out once it got further east gotcha which blew my mind that a frontline rotation or cell got up to an ef3 in springdale that yeah i mean that and, must have really been... tore, tore it up and i couldn't get good rotation on our radars because that's way out of it's not out of range, but you right. can't get low level on that. Even yeah, I mean because Springdale and Eureka Springs they're served from the Tulsa National Weather Service, which operates the Inola radar in Tulsa and the Fort Smith radar. And I just couldn't get any any rotation on. Oh, on it's right. Either that, one of and them. that that so I not, popped on not Springfield spot, and like Springfield a, yeah. wasn't. They're way up in the air. The beams are by the time it gets to that area. That's true, and, that, and that's what I try to tell people. It's and I try to make that an education post every now and then, especially today. The radar was picking up all sorts of stuff over there in in Kansas that wasn't really heavy, and I'm kind of trying to explain. Well, the radar beam. The further away from the radar site it goes, the higher up in the atmosphere. So when you get way out in in Kansas, you're looking at mid to possibly upper level at that point. Sure. And now you can see big rotation on that. That's going well, way up into the air. Yeah, exactly. And I guess you could possibly see some. Uh, 
a tornado debris signature, so it hit something huge. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know that one showed up out of Springdale though. I didn't see it, but I didn't look either. I wasn't. I was more concerned about after Springdale because before by the time I went live, it was already out of Springdale and and Warren for Eureka Springs, and I was just concerned because Branson's right in line for that. So I had yeah. to be be careful with that telling people that well it's not in southern missouri but it could be soon but it kind of fizzled out yeah it, it, we've had it mi- kind of regenerated and went you know severe again over eastern taney county okay yeah many more times than than not when you get a tornado warning for eureka springs branson you better watch out southern stone county as well yeah because that thing is coming up and we we always talk about this these storms cycle they will they will grab onto something and they will rage and then they'll calm down a little bit and people will think oh it's probably about over and then about twenty minutes later it'll run into something else and just crank right back up which is exactly what it did it got over to past Branson mm-hmm. Eastern Taney County and ramped back up there now I think it's odd it, it, it is when we talk about frontline spinners that's kind of my my thing, you get this, these, these, this QLCS quasi linear convective system with a lot of wind force is going to put these little spin up tornadoes in the front. An EF three out of one of those, that's pretty rare. I didn't see any segmented storms. There may have been down there, okay, but not up here. Um, pretty much, it was all a big blob of storms, kind of a, and a line of stronger storms in the middle, kind of just formed over the. Northwest Arkansas area and swept to the east northeast. So, wow. Well, yeah. I've talked about this before. My stepdaughter lives in Fayetteville and she lives on the north side of Fayetteville, halfway between Fayetteville and Springdale. And she sent me pictures. I, I forgot to send you that, Corey. I'll send you that in a little bit. She sent me a picture of the weather guy pointing to the map with all this rotation and stuff. And she said, my house, my cottage is right on his finger, which is wild. Remind me in the weather school, and and I will show you that. So yeah, we had some some stuff. Now, when was this? This was this was before April, right? Yeah. Well, April was Friday, so this happened Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Yeah. See, all this stuff happens between our podcasts because when we have podcasts. Well, that one time we had some like fun stuff on the mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we're getting ready to have some more stuff going on. Uh, we had a great day today. Oh, my gosh. Did you guys get out and enjoy it? Heck Boy, yeah. did I. I was at work. Oh, my mm. gosh. Right in that cave. He was in a cave. It was day. a nicer day. I mean, it was. I got out and enjoyed it. Oh, what'd you do? Well, I went to Silver Dollar City. <laughs> well, she that's went to perfect. my work. See, oh. <laughs> we had all the weather. You guys just can't be away from each other. We had all the well, weather this week. I actually didn't see him the whole time I was there. Oh, did you? <laughs> we had... I'm I'm talking about the Civil Dollar City week. Even though we were closed on Wednesday, Wednesday we had those tornadic storms come through. Mm-hmm. Thursday we had snow and sleet at Civil Dollar City. Many, many different episodes of it okay. throughout the afternoon. Okay, yeah, I forgot to put that in the in the in the outline. What the jack? <laughs> well, that was I, something. What the jack? I it was pretty know. coming down though, I tell you that. I was not like aware because, you know, how am I supposed to know what the weather's doing? Well, like, I live with a weather person or something. Exactly. Yeah, right. Who knows? Anyway, How would you know? <laughs> like, I'm loading my... It, Thursday was Griffin's birthday. Oh, his that's right. actual birthday. We had celebrated it already. I remember that, yeah. It was his actual birthday, so I was taking him to McDonald's to get a happy meal for his birthday lunch. And I'm, I walk outside, and I'm loading the car, and I'm getting 
pelted in the face. You texted me. I know. I was and like, I'm what like, is this? Um, <laughs> it's snowing? It's sleeting? I'm not sure. It's a little bit of everything. I'm like, where did this come from? Oh, and, my and gosh. And your response was hilarious, though, because you're like, yeah, like Springfield and Arkansas and everywhere but here. I'm like... And my house. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't aware. Because I've been down here with the windows. It's like, like, I no, didn't know. it's happening at my house. Like, and once you said that, I started seeing it. Like, it's snowing in Branson. It's snowing in Kimberling City. It's just like, then, oh. what was the weather Friday at the park? A little better. And then Saturday, It was still cool, though. It was like yeah. 40s. It gradually got warmer Friday every day. Friday was like in the 40s. It day. gradually got warmer every day. We, we may have hit. Saturday, close to sixty on Friday and Saturday, and then today, today it was seventy. Yeah. Oh yeah, easy. We just did a round of everything all in a four day period. Well, I mean, and th- this is a typical. This is typical when you get a powerful system like that because you have when the system comes close to you, the low pressure system came came kind of close, just north of us. Drag that. You know, tornadoes and all the severe weather. But on the backside, you got that powerful, you know, counterclockwise pulling down that cold air. And that's exactly what happened. Well, it was perfect today. Oh, today. Perfect. Um, I took little ones out there after church. That's great. And, I mean, we were in pants, jeans, not shorts, but T-shirts, and actually, it was hot for a little bit. Like, when the sun was beating on you, it was hot. But then, like, the sun started going down, and it was just perfect. It wasn't chilly. Oh. It wasn't cool. It was just perfect. And I, I didn't get out and play today because I, I was uh, setting up a studio. Mer- my friend Marilyn and everybody, uh, they, they've got a studio. And Carl, you got to meet Carl sometime. He's awesome. He completely made this studio. And I went in today to set up audio. And it was incredible. And I didn't know how long it was going to take because I thought, well, if I get out early enough, I'll just go and take and, and uh, go, go and play. But I didn't get out. And it's like, I really wanted to go out. So maybe next time. But you know what? It's going to be a while before I'm going to get out again because we are recording this on Sunday evening. We got a bunch of rain headed this way. Radar is light, lighting up. Uh, although I've noticed tonight... It's northwest of us. I thought it was going to be more in Oklahoma coming this way. Well, we got some severe south of Oklahoma City right now. We got a line going up, um, kind of forming along I forty, right north of I forty four. A little bit of lightning in northeast Oklahoma and into southeast Kansas. Oh my gosh! There is even got a little bit of. Stormage to our south in uh, Newton County, Arkansas, around Jasper and Harrison. Well, look at that. I'm just looking at it right now. Yeah, there's stuff out there. Well, and we knew this was going to happen. What's what's actually happening? We have got a frontal boundary that's kind of moved into the area. And what it's going to do, it's going to kind of stall right out over, you guessed it, the Missouri-Arkansas border, which... We all should know what that means. It's going to be a focus mechanism for waves of energy just to ride up and along that thing. Now, indications are it's not going to stay here that long. Sometimes you can get these stalled boundaries that last a week or so. Uh, This one's only going to last probably about two or three days. So it's setting up kind of now. It's actually coming in now, and it's going to stall tonight. 
Energy is coming in from Oklahoma, which is exactly what you were saying. Those severe weather stuff. I mean, severe is not coming here, but energy is coming up. Going to ride along that thing. It's going to going to wind down, and then just uh, we're going to get to more of that in the model minute here. Um, but yeah, it looks like probably to Wednesday, and then. I don't know, maybe frost on Saturday? I mean, we're in April. It's just going to go... I think we're in for another freeze. I'm about to bring those oh, tomatoes really? in again. I just have a, a feeling. A freeze? Yeah. Really? And them maters are heavy. They are. And they take up my whole living room. <laughs> but they don't have to stay long. They stay overnight and you can go back out. Well, they stayed two days this last time. Oh, oh he didn't want to move them back out and come back out. Well, he brought them in at night, and then he had to get up and go to work early the next morning, and it was still freezing. It was still 20-something degrees. Oh, right. Went, so he couldn't put them out yet. And Yeah, I thought that was interesting, freeze one. And the National Weather Service, as of March 28th, I don't know why that's the magic day here, that's when they can start issuing frost and freeze advisory again, because the growing season is up. Because in winter, it's pointless. It's stupid. Well, he had just planted them, what, Wednesday? Of course. Mm. He's like, well, because he knew he was going to have to work the rest of the week. And oh. he's like, I've got to get them going today because I'll mm. be at work. So, yeah, there's like six pots of maters. And I don't know what all he planted this yeah, year. All but maters going they on. are huge pots. Well, it looks like we're going to be back in the 70s on Sunday. But in the interim, are you about ready for your segment, Corey? Sure. Okay, let's get to the next segment. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. It's time for the Model Minute, and this is where Corey tells us what the latest models are saying. Well, we started April out kind of cool. Yeah. But it's looking later in the week we're going to be above average and possibly even above average in precipitation. Okay. So more snow, Shara. Oh. And... (laughs) Well, up oh. in temperature, up in precipitation. Okay. So that's good. I love snow, but no. Not, it's I'm, April. There's I'm no done. snow. I'm done with snow. We're done okay. with snow. We're done with snow. Okay. We are looking at, uh, well, intermittent. Intermittent. Can't even talk tonight. Badminton, yeah. Can't, can't even talk tonight. Showers. Showerage. Uh, tonight, you know, it's. It, how much are you expecting overnight? They said earlier it could be half an inch. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know if it fills in. Maybe. Yeah, I could see it, but possibly. But I say quarter to half. It's just hit and miss showers on the model for a little while here. Oh, really? Nothing. See, I thought okay. Uh, you nothing. Looking... Nothing heavy at one. I mean, there is some heavy stuff, but but it's just kind of scattered. The heavier, heavier, you know. But but that's just as a model. Which model are you this looking is just at? The GFS. Oh, GFS. Okay. But there's not a whole lot of excitement really uh, heading into uh, Friday and Saturday. Looks pretty dry. Uh, now we got a little bit of a snow chance near Rolla, according to the model. And oh, mid mid uh, mid Missouri. That's mid. Uh, well, that's the end of the week. It's in fr- Friday, April eighth. Uh, okay, that's kind of where they were saying the Cape Girardeau that area. Okay, yeah. So that's understandable. Um, Nothing really big moving through our area except another some other showers and thunderstorms possible, but it's not until next Tuesday, April twelfth. We're almost to tax day. You know, there's really not a lot of promising items on here if you like severe weather, I tell you that okay. right now. Now a couple of days ago. I was looking at the GFS around the fourteenth, it was bringing in something 
not huge, but something you know to keep the eye on. And then it went away. There's a little something prancing into our south on the twelfth overnight. Maybe so that's kind of what you're saying. It's, it's not really. Yeah. We'll see. What we'll, we'll, we'll just keep an eye on it. And see what what it does. It's it's not impressive on the models, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's where we're at right now. Kind of kind of in a holding pattern on severe weather. I guess. I mean, we've had some yeah. severe weather, but uh, we're gonna get it. It's gonna come through. Right? I do think. I I'm just waiting for that time where everything's gonna start lifting north. You know, I keep talking about it lifting north, and it it's just not right now. And I, I'm not talking about microclimate. I'm talking about like a macro, like a something big, because the the way the the climate pattern is, I mean, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, they got they've got pounded at least twice hard in the past two weeks, and they're getting ready to get it again. Well, that's that's not moving north. That's just staying there. So I'm just waiting, kind of kind of come up on there. What uh, what is the uh, the her say? I'm just curious about well, tonight. Tonight, let me bring her up here real fast. Her, what do you say over there, Shira? You're the her. Oh, You're wait. her. I'm not the her. Yeah. I'm she. You talking about oh. tonight? <laughs> yeah, but I'm uh, not the her. We don't have a she model. No, we don't have a she model. I'm Shira. Ah, uh, Shira. True. There you go. Very good. Yeah, Princess I'm just curious. <laughs> when, when like the bulk of this stuff is going to come in tonight? Tonight, my well, question. Let's, let's take a gander at that right now. Nothing, 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 nothing. And got a little scattered stuff happening at 2 a.m. A little more into 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. Kind of a looks almost like a boundary setting up over southern Missouri. That's that boundary at we were talking 7 about. 7 a.m. Okay. So it could be a uh, rainy commute. Still rain at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Yeah. Now, by the time Noon. people hear this, there's, it'll be and tomorrow. And <laughs> 2 p.m., still some rain. Well, we've already we, experienced it. We could get a half an inch out of this if it, you know, if it's consistent. That's what I'm thinking. If, if, yeah, if we, if we continue to get that boundary, and you noted the boundary, that's what we're talking about. That boundary is going to kind of set up right over there. I see. I haven't watered the maters, and I was holding off for that half inch. I hope we get it because I'm. They're out now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got to ask. This is a little off topic. What kind of tomatoes did you plant? Big boy, better boy, early girl, which is the best because then they live up to the name. They come early by two months yep. early, and one I've never heard of before, and I. Honestly, can't tell you what it is because I forgot. I'll have to. Uh, <laughs> I have. I have the little uh, steak, the little paper thing, and 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 the tomato. I always get something a little exotic okay. every year. Just something extra. I might but... like it. I might not. You just never know. Right. Yes. Yeah, last time. Last time I got golden. Uh, I don't know. They almost look like lemons. They were yellow, and they were okay. Oh, kind of like the peppers. You can. They stay kind of golden or whatever. Oh, they, they, these were just pure these, yellow to- uh, tomatoes. We found. Huh. And I'm stupid. I didn't know yellow or gold tomatoes existed. I well, saw them at the farmer's I, I market. Wasn't. Yeah, we got them at the farmer's market two years ago. And they they had a little bit, what were they, less acidic? Is that what there is? Correct. Yeah. Ooh, now, I, okay, now that, I'm still going to hate tomatoes, I, but if it's less still acidic. Still a tomato, but yeah, it's a little yeah. bit less acidic. So he grew some just for the heck of it. Interesting. I'm looking forward to pizza sauce. I made the best I'm pizza sauce last year. I'm looking forward to you making Actual homemade chili that you make with your garden. Well, and I did that too one time, didn't I? Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've 
been wanting you to make this pizza dough. It's stupid simple. Stupid simple. So we need to get your tomato sauce. I'll make your the pizza, pizza dough. And then whatever we want to put on top. And I'll bring the pepperonis to throw there on top. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just okay. high-fived. Okay. We'll see when they come. Okay. We're, 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 we're deviating from it. Okay. So it's time for the next segment. <laughs> And Sharon and I were talking right before the podcast. Um, last week, she was fine and I was, I was miserable. This week, <laughs> you're miserable. I mean, I wasn't, it wasn't horrible, but I woke up Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. Just a little bit stuffy. Had that headache that's right behind your eyeballs, oh, around yeah. your nose and your cheeks where you know it's sinuses. And my kids were the same way. Wow. And I was sneezing my head off. <laughs> I think it was Thursday. I, I was literally sneezing my head off, which I know usually by that night, I'm going to be miserable. I'm gonna oh, be, okay. And I, I was like Friday, I was taking like sinus, Tylenol sinus or whatever. And I just had that, you know how you just feel like you're in a fog mm. and everything is all stuffy in your head and your ears and you can't hear anything and you're just blah. You just don't feel good. Yeah. But it, I mean, by Saturday I was fine. See, and I was—I've been fine. I haven't taken a clear. I've, I've taken, still fought like mild headaches in the morning, and I've had to take an allergy medicine in the morning, but I feel fine now. Well, now in the morning I'm a little stuffy because I'm horizontal, you know, and I get well, up. Well, like, and I kinda, think some of that too. I mean, if I'm already starting to feel bad, plus we sleep with fans blowing on us. Oh, see, no, I can't. If I, if I do that, I'll have a sore throat, and I will. Like, bleh, no, it's not good for me. Well, anyway, the predominant pollens are. Actually, kind of the same as last week. Maple, juniper, and elm. Those are the ones that are going for it. Um, The pollen level for tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow, now we got this rain moving in, and it's going to be kind of raining tomorrow, so it's medium low tomorrow. So tomorrow would be the day to get out. And uh, Oh, is that that Garen? That's Garen. Oh, well, put him on the podcast. Yeah. Hello. Folks, welcome back to the Stormdark Weather Podcast. Yes. Oh my goodness. Another, another edition of Shara's Kids are Brats. Um, <laughs> today. Welcome today. to the podcast, buddy. Well, well, thank you, Randy. Today we have a very special guest. His name is Griffin. And, oh. you know, sometimes he's a turd. But, you know what? <laughs> Griffin, now, what? Tell me, tell mom what you told me about going to bed. Hello. Hi, our special guest. Four-year-olds can not sleep in bed. Oh, five-year-olds cannot sleep in beds. He just turned five on Thursday. Oh, by the way. he's a big boy now. He's a whole hand now. now. We're checking our sources here at the department, and I'm not completely sure we see that anywhere. Now we don't really know where if is whether his sources are credible or not, but you know uh, we're now going to move on to our next guest here. We're going to move on to Shara, who's you know I'm not in bed, I'm not home. Who we're going to move on to Shara, who got busy and now I have to deal with this. Oh, so so now we're making Shara deal with the five year old. I think somebody well, abandoned oh, his mother for the entire weekend. I'm sorry. She was the one that wanted to have the friggin' thing. She can tell me what to do with it. 
All right, we're gonna let you go now. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 hey, I, son, it's, it's ten o'clock. Go it's to bed. ten o'clock. You're yeah, all you supposed school. to be asleep. Well, you have school I in the morning. I'm gonna get fought if I try to take, or if I try to get him to go to bed. Well, you do your well, best. Well, tell him he can lay down with you, and he will. Oh, that's oh, good. All right. Uh, oh. all right. Well, cue outro music. Thank you, folks, <laughs> for listening, tuning in, and. For another amazing episode of Shara's Kids Are Brats and Won't Go to Bed. All right. That includes you as well, right? Because you're one of Shara's kids. You know what? You know what? You're not a caller right now. We hung up on you. (laughs) Okay, thank you, folks. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. I think I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> I'm not. I was. Got, I was thinking maybe I could use that at the end for an Easter egg. <clears throat> you know what happens? We, <laughs> people don't know us on the podcast, but people who do know us, Corey and I are both very sarcastic people. Oh, we're like ten percent real, ninety percent sarcastic. So therefore, your kids are going so to be sarcastic. So when you get two the people worst, that he's are worse than we are, right? You get two people that are very sarcastic. And they have children. <laughs> it's payback time. Oh my! They are Lord. twice as sarcastic, twice as witty. Well, and people in podcast land. If you met Garen in person, he's hilarious. He's a great kid. He is. He's absolutely a, good kid. a smart and great kid. And that was him on the thing. He's a straight A student. He had Everybody this planned out. Him. No, he had this planned out. Oh, he knew he was calling in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> he knew he was calling. <laughs> knows what he's doing so our podcast listeners yes you just got a taste of garen uh uh taking over the podcast you got a <laughs> taste of my world every yes single a taste day. Of your- <laughs> like i take him places and or i he'll call me when i'm oh, out with friends and he'll, to hang up he'll be like all right now mom 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 listen to me <laughs> make good choices <laughs> be kind be a, be a friend Make good choices. Oh my word! So how about them pollens? Oh my gosh! I we have no we have <laughs> juniper and we have elm. We do we just like the that. past month. Yeah, and they won't change. Oh, they will change because well, we're in April now. I'm waiting for cedar to come in. Cedar is about the, the one. end of this month. It Easter and after, yeah. I was gonna say gonna, Easter about yeah, the middle. Yeah, it's yeah. bright, yeah. So when cedar comes in, you're gonna, you're gonna see your cars start turning this bright green yellow powder crap that's on there. So it's it's gonna be nasty. Um, anyway, as I was saying before, Garen stole the show. <laughs> Monday tomorrow, the pollen is low because of the rain. 4.3. Tuesday, it's going back up to medium, which is not bad, to 7. Wednesday, yeah, so the rain's going to kind of move out. So we're going to get the sunshine. And when the sunshine comes out after a nice watering of Mother Nature, those trees are going to start pollinating again. So 9.4 medium high. And on Thursday, medium high, 9.5. So I think it's time to get to the weather school. So this week's weather school is all about clouds, all the types of clouds and the fun clouds. And you can dazzle your friends. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Ah, it's such a nice day. You walk outside and look around. The birds are chirping. 
the wind is blowing ever so slightly. The sun is shining, but not fully. You look up in the sky, and the sun seems to be a little filtered, but it's not casting any shadows. And then you look towards the west, and you see the clouds getting darker and darker. And they have this strange green appearance to them. And you wonder, is a storm coming? We can tell so much about the current weather and the upcoming weather by just looking up in the sky. The clouds give us a clue to what the atmospheric conditions are, and you can plan for your day. So today, we're just going to discuss the 10 main types of clouds. Clouds are divided into three categories, high, middle, and low clouds. All of the clouds are measured from their bases, of which we call the ceiling. High clouds form above 20,000 feet and are composed of ice crystals. Mid-level clouds form between 6,500 and 20,000 feet, composed primarily of water droplets, but can also be composed of ice crystals if the temperatures are cold enough. Low clouds form below 6,500 feet, composed primarily of water droplets, but in the wintertime can also be composed of ice crystals and snow. First, we have to understand what the Latin roots to the clouds mean. There are four main roots that we use, and those are cumulus, which means pile or heap, stratus, which means flattened or spread out, cirrus, which is a curl of hair, and nimbus, which means rain. For high clouds, we use the prefix cirro, which means high. And there are three main types of high clouds. First, the cirrus cloud. It's light and wispy, almost transparent, because the ice crystals are very small. They have white bands and fibrous appearance that are usually described as silky. A common side name for the cirrus clouds are called mare's tails. The second is cirrostratus. Remember stratus meaning flattened or spread out and cirro meaning high. They're semi-transparent and usually cover a large part of the sky. The ice crystals in cirrostratus clouds cause a halo effect around the sun or the moon. So sometimes when you go outside at night and you look up at the moon, there's this huge halo around it, and that halo is caused by cirrostratus clouds. The third is called cirrocumulus. Cirro meaning high, cumulus meaning pile or heap. They look like arranged rows of clouds with a little ripple effect and a small degree of separation. They're usually patches in the sky, and when they get between the earth and the sun, it dims the sun just a little bit. Okay, so let's move on to mid-level clouds. We use the prefix alto, which means middle, or mid-level. And we use the base Latin roots again. So alto stratus, alto meaning mid, and stratus meaning spread out, is a thin gray or blue colored cloud that tries to hide the sun. 
It's thicker than cirrostratus and usually prevents the sun from casting shadows. Their bases are from 7,000 to 18,000 feet. Next is the alto cumulus. Alto meaning mid, cumulus meaning heap. Small patches of clouds called cloudlets, usually white or gray, and usually form in settled weather. The bases are from 2,000 to 18,000 feet. Those are the middle clouds, so now let's focus on the low-level clouds. The first one is cumulus. Looks like little pieces of fluffy white cotton balls floating across the sky. Sometimes they have darker bases, and the bases can be as low as 3,000 feet. When those clouds grow and get bigger and bigger, it indicates you have a lot of strong updrafting going on. And those are what we call the thunderstorm clouds, or cumulonimbus, a pile and heap of rain. And as long as these clouds have strong updrafting, they can go way up in the sky. They take the moisture, start condensing it, the updraft goes up, the electrical systems start kicking on, and you have a full-blown thunderstorm. If the updraft is strong enough, then severe weather can develop. Large hail, strong winds, and even tornadoes come out of cumulonimbus clouds. Next, let's talk about stratus. Stratus clouds are gray, uniform clouds that cover the sky. They usually don't produce a lot of precipitation, but make for a really dark and yucky day. Fog is actually a stratus cloud sitting on the ground. So when fog is present, then you know the atmosphere is completely saturated. Next is the stratocumulus cloud. It's kind of a combination of the cumulus cloud and the stratus cloud. So if you can imagine a pile or heap that's kind of spread out. There's not a lot of precipitation in stratocumulus clouds, and they usually appear more in the wintertime. They look like they're just off the ground, and they're rose, and they're just dark, and they look bad, but they're really not. Now let's talk about the rain cloud, the nimbostratus. Nimbus meaning rain, stratus meaning spread out. Those clouds are layered in the sky and similar to stratus, but have enough moisture to produce rain or snow. And nimbostratus clouds usually cause a very, very dark sky. Well, that does it for the 10 main types of clouds. So when you go outside and look around, you'll be able to identify if they're good clouds, bad clouds, or no clouds at all. So finally, to wrap up, I just want to give you some special clouds that have very interesting names so you can impress all of your friends. <laughs> the first one is called Mamatus clouds. They're sagging, pouch-like clouds protruding downward from an anvil portion of a mature thunderstorm. The official name is Mamatocumulonimbus, so you can tell they form from a cumulonimbus or thunderstorm cloud. They indicate extreme turbulence and are generally only seen in severe weather. Another one is called a lenticular cloud. It's a stationary cloud. Many times it's seen on top of a mountain. It's got a lens shape to it. It goes vertical, and a lot of people mistaken it for a UFO. So if you live in the mountains, don't 
think there's a UFO if you see this kind of cloud. It's just a special kind of cloud. Another one is called Noctilucent. It's composed of ice crystals, and they're only visible just after sunset because they're really too faint to be seen in daylight. They're the highest clouds in the Earth's atmosphere and develop between 47 and 53 miles. Their nickname is the Night Clouds. And when you see them after sunset, they're radiantly orange and blue and red and very fascinating to look at. This next type of cloud was just added to the International Cloud Atlas in March of 2017. And its name is Undulatus asperitus. Sounds kind of like a vegetable, but it's not. These clouds are very, very defined and look very eerie. And you see them usually during the morning or the midday hours following a thunderstorm. But they are perfectly harmless and usually dissipate on their own. And lastly, my favorite cloud, called the SLC. They're harmless, but they look ominous. Sometimes you'll see a low-hanging cloud that's mimicking a tornado, but it doesn't spin. And you can see the wind carrying it up and down throughout the sky. Oh, I forgot to tell you. SLC stands for Scary Looking Clouds. Now, you'll be able to go outside with your friends and play Name That Cloud. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there, you can dazzle all of your friends with what you've learned by listening to the Weather School on Clouds. And of course, share it. We, we, we take a break during the Weather School, but... Shara's favorite clouds are in there. The favorite SLCs. Oh, SLCs. Yeah, yes. that's the only clouds I know. Those are in there. Okay, it's time for the next segment, which is in other news. I don't think Corey has anything because he's been working like forever. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I'll start it off. Hector the Convector. I'm sure you guys have... I, I haven't like talked a children's about, book that yeah. I read when I was younger. No, I haven't talked about this to, to Corey or Shara, so they probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay. <clears throat> As I clear my throat, a Hector is a cumulonimbus cloud that forms... A what? Cumulonimbus. It's a thundercloud. Cumulonimbus. Yeah, it's a big okay. thundercloud. You know, like before you get the, the thunder and then you see the clouds going right. away in the sky and the anvil and big thunderstorm. Yeah, a hector is a cumulonimbus thundercloud that forms regularly every, nearly every afternoon on the Tiwi Islands. Where is On the that? northern territory of Australia. Oh. The, the weather conditions and topography are just right that almost every single day you get this huge thunder cloud <laughs> uh, like what we would get concerned about thinking tornadoes are going to spawn from it yeah but we would see it maybe four or five times you know or six times a year they see it every single afternoon and it's called a hector cloud and has got the uh nickname of hector the convector it's a convective thing and you can look at this on wikipedia the, it's called a hector cloud uh and there's tons of stuff there. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. It's not really not that long of an article, actually. But but yeah, it's just uh, it's just where that 
that type of that places on earth you get a thundercloud every almost every single day in that it's but it doesn't do anything no it rains and thunders and everything lightning you get everything it's a thundercloud hmm. but it's just consistently almost every day which is really cool okay the other thing is i saw the snowpack now this is interesting the snowpack in california is critically low and they, I was seeing an article. They said uh, it should be around five feet, and right now it's only two and a half inches. So that equates to about one inch of water. And the snowpack now, which is two and a half inches, is about four percent of the snowpack. Uh, California has experienced the driest first three months on record, and so far the driest year in nearly a century. Dry. And I'm going to hit Corey up for the the drought monitor here in a little bit. But uh, and another another thing I got is Antarctica, Antarctica, which is at the bottom of the world. I miss her, that old good old Antarctica. Yeah, Antarctica uh, are recording temperatures almost 70 degrees Fahrenheit above normal. Uh-oh. For Antarctica. And they said uh, a day there with this type of thing is equivalent to like a 130-degree Fahrenheit day here. Well, you know, that's how the whole Ice Age movie came about. It's great melting. That's kind of what's happening. And flooding um, and critters dying. Yeah. I, I, we've talked before. Vostok is the coldest place on Earth. It's just cold. It's stupid cold. 124. You had a fun fact last year, I think, about it. It's like 124 degrees mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. It's never above 30 below zero. And on March 17th, it was zero. So that's 30 degrees warmer. The coldest place on Earth is 30 right. degrees warmer then than it has been. I mean, been. Alaska's colder than them right now. Yeah. And that's... Well, there's an atmospheric river going on. It's like that's what's carrying a lot of this stuff around the globe. And it's weird. We're getting really warm temperatures in Antarctica. And Alaska is getting cold. You talked to your or senior, your friend, what's her name? Misty. Misty, yes. Is she surviving, I guess? Have you seen followed her yeah i mean they had some heavy heavy snow there for a couple weeks oh really? like all the way up uh past their windows like they couldn't see outside oh my gosh really that much at one point um it's starting to melt off and they're actually looking for a home in a warmer climate like they're actually like they're kind of done. They're ready to move out of Alaska. And oh, no. shopping for somewhere. They're looking all over the world for somewhere warm. Have they, have <laughs> they tried Ridgedale? Or at this point, Antarctica. Because <laughs> it's warmer than... Ridgedale. Ridgedale's warm. I've heard Ridgedale's pretty warm. It's south of here. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. in the south. That's true. Almost as south of Missouri as you can get. Anyway. Uh, and the last thing I had was a follow-up from last week. I don't know where this came about. You asked or somebody asked. I'm not sure. The, uh, the rainfall for uh, so far this year and from our weather station, uh, it's only we, we've recorded 9.26 inches of rain so far this year. So well, I promise it wasn't me. Okay. I don't. But that I had that as a note. Somebody at either you asked. Sure it was Corey. Well, I don't know. It wasn't me. So that was asked. And if I'm I knew, sure. I mean, why would I have to ask you how much rainfall we got when I can just look it up yeah. on my app? So it had One to be me. It had to be you. <laughs> I do not care. It must have been the ghost. No, no, I had that written down. 
on, on my on well, my sheet last week. Like, Why is it? No, it's the ghost of Christmas past. That's what you must have wanted to know yourself. Because yeah, I don't care. Well, this month, yes. last month, was March, <laughs> set a record for tornadoes. Not oh, really? You. Yes, it did. Uh, really? Set a record of 214 tornadoes in the United States. It's a lot of severe weather. Mm-hmm. 214 in March. What's April and May going to bring? Oh, that's my question. That's exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did I send you that graphic? I sent you that graphic. Uh, that was that, that like the. The first round of severe weather in the South and all the tornado warnings, and that the next week they sent. I mean, it's just it's amazing of how many tornadoes there are right now, and I do believe it's climate change has a no, no, I do it's not a real thing. No, that's global warming. That's not real. <laughs> climate change. No, the world. It, you 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 can measure if something is measured and it's it's scientific. It's you, you can't. Botch science. Well, you can botch science, but anyway, no, it's actually happening. So, do uh, you got anything on the drought over there? I got a little bit on the drought. Okay, there is none here in Missouri. It's wet here there right is now. A, yeah, and we got all this rain tonight. Now on the west coast, there is. Well, we don't live there. We live in Missouri, and no part of Missouri is even in the abnormally dry weir. For the first time ever seeing this map, I believe. None of Missouri is in a drought at all. It's all it's, white. It's all white. Oh so. my gosh! Oh wait, now you're looking at that. Now where where are you looking at that? That at? would be the Storm Dot Weather website. You can access our, it right from our homepage. There's, there's a, a website? link. Our website. There's a link what? toward the bottom of that page. It says Drought Monitor. You <laughs> click on that, and it tells you. Oh my gosh! So what, what the drought? What you're saying is you can go to StormDartWeather on there. and scroll to the bottom of the page. Sharon, that's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> it's Who technology. Knew? Who knew? Who would have thunk it? We knew that. So, anyway, uh, you got anything over there, Corey? Corey's been working. He doesn't have time to get in other news. We skipped it last week because I had nothing. No, that's all I had. That's all you had? All right. Well, I think it's time to get to the next segment of Fight and Find the Drop. There it is. Okay. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. So, Shara, what is this week? Is it fun facts or weather history? I don't have any fun facts. Okay, so. I will, though. Eventually. Coming up. We've got some holidays coming up. That's true, and the drops always cover everything, so. That's right, so, so. we're this week in weather history. Okay, what you got? April 1st. April Fool's. Uh-huh. 1960. NASA launched... The Television Infrared Observation Satellite, or TIROS-1, mm. the world's first successful weather satellite. Unfortunately, it was only operational for only 70 day- 77 days. Oh, my gosh. Why? I don't know. Oh. It didn't last. Was, I mean, it's 1960. Oh, okay. So, well, there you go. <laughs> you know, it was amazing. It even successful and got up there, and it took some cool pictures, and then it died. And done. Okay. April 2nd, 1982, a substantial outbreak of 63 tornadoes affected many states. The area hardest hit was southeast Oklahoma slash northeast Texas, where an F5 impacted Broken Bow 
and an F4 slammed Paris. This outbreak featured the first ever PDS tornado watch. Oh. 30 people were killed. Now, wait, this is 82? 1982. So that's when the very first PDS. What is a PDS? Uh, PDS. Corey, you want to take this one? Are you serious? I'm sorry. It's not coming to me. Are you being serious I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. It's a particularly dangerous situation. Like I would know that. Well, that's why I say Corey. I've never heard of a PDS. And they're even a different shade of red on the watch. I've never heard of a PDS. That's true. Yeah. If if you get, if, if the Storm Prediction Center issues what they call a PDS tornado watch, you are in for, and usually that's when you get a high like, risk. It's really going to happen. It is going to We're happen. Not sure it's when gonna happen or how big, but it's bad. Gonna happen. Now they do. They will issue a PDS severe thunderstorm watch when they think like a derecho, something with winds of eighty to a hundred miles an hour, are just going to slam. They will do that, but it's very rare. But seriously, if sixty-three you, tornadoes just well, just in the southeast Oklahoma, uh, northeast Texas, that that wouldn't. That's crazy. Makes sense for a PDS, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hmm. April 2nd, 2006. A devastating outbreak of tornadoes, several of which were intense, affected seven states. A single supercell was responsible for 26 of the 27 deaths as it produced several destructive F3s from northern Arkansas to western Tennessee. Towns that suffered heavy damage Included Carothersville, Missouri, mm. New Bern, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and Hopkinsville, Kentucky. A derecho also tore through portions of the Midwest at the same time. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sucks. Mm-hmm. A derecho by itself is bad. Tornadoes by themselves are bad. But you put the two together. Well, and, th- and that's a wind event. So, I mean... Let me just insert something really quick. That this last severe weather event that Corey and I were talking about earlier has, it was more of a wind event. The hail, there wasn't that much hail, but it's wind event, and that's probably exactly what you're talking about. The derecho is a wind event. Tornadoes are a wind event. So that's so we're in the first week of April. Yeah. All of my fun facts are the same thing. I mean, hello. That's fine. Let's do history. You're right in the dead center of. Tornado season, so yeah. Well, getting there. That's yeah. what happened this week in weather history. April third through fourth, yeah, nineteen seventy four. The infamous super outbreak. You wear this one, Corey? Maybe nineteen seventy four. Infamous. Seems familiar. Super outbreak tore through much of the eastern U.S. One hundred forty eight tornadoes were confirmed, seven of which were rated F. Five. Seven F5s. That's nuts. 319 people were killed. Thousands were injured. This event had the second most... I don't know what this word is. T-O-R-S. Tours. Tours? Second most tours confirmed. Oh, Wow, it sounds like tornadoes. Did they just shorten the word? Maybe. In a 24-hour period. Okay, that's fine. Second most tours confirmed in a 24-hour period. They were being cool. That's dumb. You know, like tours. A few notes. Fujita determined that 30 tornado families 
made up most of those tornadoes. Ah. Up to 15 tornadoes were on the ground at one time. Oh, my gosh. Tanner, Alabama was struck by two separate F5s. One town. One town got two separate F5s. Insane. There's no way. Many large cities such as Louisville, Cincinnati, and Huntsville were hit by F4s or F5s. That is so rare. Like, I mean, 1974, that wow. was a traumatic couple of days. That was big. I need to find somebody that would, I mean, should know about that. Like yeah. Somebody in that area. Exactly. April 3rd, 1964. KAUZ in Wichita Falls, Texas, broadcast the first live television pictures of an F5 tornado moving through the city. Seven people were killed, 111 injured, and 225 homes were destroyed during the twister's five to six mile path. Extensive damage was done at Shepard Air Force Base, where three tanker planes, a hangar, the power plant, and the chapel were all destroyed. And there are some very cool pictures. Wow. Wow. 1964. First live television pictures. Of an F5. An F5. Going yeah. through the same city. Wichita if if Falls, people Texas. don't understand what an F5 is, that is the largest. That's the largest. On the Vegeta scale. Those are the ones that if an F5 hits your town, if you are not underground, yeah. you are not likely That's to survive That's the Joplin it. tornado. Right. Joplin was EF5, but still, EF5 is the worst and just leveled. Wow. Those are the ones they, they say, if you are not underground, you are not you won't live. to yeah. survive it. Yeah. April 2nd, 1977. Six tornadoes impacted southern Michigan, causing one fatality, injuring 62 people. One F4 tornado damaged an elementary school and 70 homes in Comstock and Augusta. Another F4 tossed a pickup truck 50 feet, killing a five-year-old that was inside. Oh, bummer. Did we talk about last week the kid? That was in the 16-year-old. Yeah, 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 that truck. And it got a new truck. Got a new truck. That's crazy, amazingly yeah. amazingly enough, he survived. And, yeah. I mean, it was tossed and flipped and turned. and. <laughs> I would retire. That is all I have. That's all you have. Yeah, if, I, if that happened to me, I'd be like, no, I'm done. You know he was praying hard. Oh, I would be. I, I wouldn't know what was going I mean, And he drove out of it. You know he was flooring it. But see, if it was me or Corey in there, we would know what's going on. I'd have to change my I pants knew, before I... I would know that I was getting a new truck from Chevy by the time <laughs> I was done with that tornado. <laughs> I would be calling the dealerships, <laughs> seeing who I need to talk to, the marketing department. But here's the thing. I've seen several... Chevys go through tornadoes and they drive away. They like, drive away. People have them at their homes and they show <laughs> the damage where this Chevy has gone through a tornado and they get in, they start it, and they drive away. Oh my gosh. And Chevy uses it as a commercial and they play that like a rock. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Suckers will drive through anything. <laughs> oh, that's insane. I mean, it's great advertising. That thing was thrown, tossed, twirled, and drove away. Well, the, the video, my gosh. Tilted over, knocked over, spun around, and, and then, then set back up. On, then Mother Nature said, "Oh wait, you're not the right one, so we're going to put you back up." Right, and sped off. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Angels were working overtime that day. I tell you that. So, 
All right, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the storm dry weather weather word of the week. And Sherry's just <laughs> looking at it. And she's like, oh my gosh. Uh, I feel like it, this is a bad word. No, act, actually, it is a uh, an extension of last week's. And I don't remember what last week's was. Uh, aquaclute. Okay. And aquaclute. So this one is different. So Sherry. I still feel like this is a bad word. No, th- this is an actual word. You can I look get it up. It. I know, but it, it sounds bad, but it's it, there's reasons. Okay, so Shara, what is this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week? Aquitard? That's it. Oh, I don't like saying that word. Well, no. Okay, so hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll the applause. Die down. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone, calm down. Sit down. Okay, sit, sit down. Sit, yeah, please, please. We'll be here all week. Okay. No. Please control your applause. Well, okay. Now, in music, to, uh, to make you feel better, in music, we have something called a retard. Right. Okay. I get that. Okay. Which means too slow. Yeah, slow it down. Right. So, and an aquitard has that same Latin thing. So, what is the definition of an aquitard? <clears throat> An aquitard is a geological formation of a rather semi-pervious nature that transmits water at slower rates than an aquifer. Aquifer, right. Yeah, so what we talked about last week, an aquaclude, is something like Corey was saying that's in the cave. It doesn't drain anywhere. It's just something that just, the, the rain comes in, it just sits there until it just either evaporates or like goes down. An aquitard is... A little bit of that that moves slowly into uh, something else. That's an actual word. Y'all are looking at me like, what? No, this is an actual word. I didn't doubt it was an actual word. Yeah, I just... look at it. Aquitard, yeah. And I have more on this thing, so because I like Mr. Google. <laughs> you know how old this piece of paper is that I have in my possession right here? 20 years old? I don't know. 121503. Yeah, almost twenty years old. Oh, three. Yeah, I I got more. See, I <laughs> I recycle paper. You I'm you really need to see. I'm looking at the design see. on the back, and I can make a Merkwood button box if I wanted. I know, like like I told you, it's like my wife. Uh, I mean, hey, that's great. You're saving trees. Uh, exactly, I save trees. I when when I uh, when I'm at the Hughes and I wash my hands, I save the uh, what is it the the paper towels. Unless it's like stupid wet or whatever. The whatever. print, the print on this almost looks dot matrixy almost. <laughs> See what I'm saying? The curve. Well, twenty the, years ago, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'll those. See those twos? Wow. Yeah. Well, I have this. Okay. <laughs> Put together. Yours is a paper doll. It looks like. Yeah, mine's a paper doll. You could. Well, it's because Karen would always find these designs because she was a theater teacher. She was like, "I'm going to make I'm this. Make this." But now she this, was like her form of. Pinterest before Pinterest was exactly. a thing. She had her own little bulletin board of Pinterest. Exactly. In and boxes. I, and I have stacks and stacks <laughs> and stacks of paper she's printed. So that's what I'm actually oh, recycling. Three. That's crazy. It's an old piece of paper. If you want to look at my box, I'm sure you got stuff for earlier than that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like 1999. I don't know. I only had two kids in 03. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, anyway, oh, puberty. <coughs> oh, I hate it when it. it hits you when you're I, almost 60 years old. I know. I hate that. So, Anyway, so to wrap up, I guess, uh, Corey, we got 
rain coming in. I didn't look at radar. It's it's about 10.30 now. The models are going to be re-upping here soon. Going to get some... Uh, okay, there's a severe thunderstorm warning around Stillwater right now. And uh, a lot of showers, moderate to occasionally heavy, up just northwest of Springfield, which is pretty You know, hard. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't wake up to some... Rumbles in the morning. You think we're going to have some rumbles? Possibly. I wish I could sleep through the rumbles. They're not going to be like I don't want to wake severe. up. No, I'm saying I wish that I could get some rumbles and not have to get up early. Oh, I got to backtrack. You know, you know, when you were up and doing, you know, the magnificent job of staying up while I was asleep, I remember that that next morning I woke up and I texted you and I said, did it thunder? <laughs> and you said, yeah, like a huge clap. Every so, It did clap, but the lightning. It didn't applause. Well, there oh, wasn't well. as much. There wasn't a lot of lightning. It was a brief clap. But yeah. when there was, it was loud. Okay. Because so, I slipped all the way through it. I had no, I, funny I had no story. idea. Okay. I have vivid dreams. Have my whole life. Okay. But usually they're they're bad. Like I I have bad dreams. And it's, it's a rare occasion that I have a good vivid dream that I remember. But this, was it this morning? No, it was yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, Corey got up early. And left for work at like 7.30. Okay. And I mean, he told me goodbye. I remember that. And a little bit later, I woke up. I mean, same atmosphere. The room was still kind of dark. And I felt him crawl back into bed. I'm like, what are you doing home? He's like, well, they had enough help. They didn't need me. They sent me home. I'm like, on a Saturday? You know, that's just unheard of yeah. for him to have enough help. Plus, but I mean, they knew he was going to need to leave early for the daddy-daughter dance. Oh, so that's I thought, right. well, maybe they had enough help and they just sent him home. He's like, I wish they'd have told me before I drove all the way out there. And I'm like, well, but hey, now you have the whole Saturday home with me. That's cool. And I went back to sleep. And I get up when my alarm went off like an hour later. And I saw the bathroom light on and our door shut. But you can tell the lights on in there even when the door shut right. in the bath in the bedroom bathroom. So I'm assuming he got up, probably couldn't sleep. You know, he was already up and showered and dressed, so probably was up. And uh, I went back to sleep, woke up again, and the light was off. The door was open, but he wasn't in bed still. So I get up and I go in the living room. I'm looking around the house. No Corey. My daughter's on the couch watching TV. I'm like, "Where's your dad?" She's like, "He went to work." I'm like, "I know, but he came back home." Did he leave again? Did he go to the store? And I'm texting him like, where are you? Oh, my God. And he's like, I'm at work. Why would you ask that? <laughs> like, where do you think I am? I'm like, but you came home and you talked to me and you told me they sent you home. It was so real. I'm still like. So you all fabricated the whole thing. I'm thinking thing. like this was an April Fool's joke a day late, <laughs> you know, because he's known for his April Fool's joke. Oh, that's true. That is true. Corey's done for his April. I Fool's. haven't done one of those in years. Yeah, I'm so confused. Because he did. We haven't done one since Griffin. Well, he he did one for me like years ago. We years. haven't we haven't done one since Griffin. We we got everybody really good with Griffin. <laughs> and oh, I remember that. I remember that. That's the yeah. last one he's done. But I every year at April Fools, I mean, I don't believe anything he says all day long. <laughs> I just. Well, apparently, he didn't come home. So you didn't I was so sad because I thought he was home. I woke up and thought, yay, he's here Aww. with me all day. And he wasn't. Oh, That was a dumb dream. Hmm. I don't dream much. I don't know. So I what's was, your dream? My 
That's a line from <laughs> that line from Honey. I don't know. Oh come on! I dream. What's your dream? A million different things. Everybody's every night. got a dream. <laughs> I dream a million different things every night. My I have uh, sleep ADD. I just, you never know where my brain's going to go. Your brain just goes, yeah. Pretty woman. It's more like exploring The movie was pretty woman. Things. What's I, your I'm, dream? I'm, I know that, but I'm not a fan of pretty woman. I've probably seen it less than two times in my life. I don't see Who's movies. I'm not so a fan of pretty woman. Oh, gosh, we're going off gosh, the rails. now you go home and watch it again. It's a great movie. Okay, this this is turning domestic. So... Corey, anything new to add? I mean, have you seen any or anything? No. No? But it is April 3rd. Yeah. 10.30. For a few minutes. Thinking about getting my hummingbird feeder all cleaned up. and You got to wash Ooh. them good first before you hang them. Now, I don't want to hang it till April 15th, but you can get it ready. Yeah. Now, we're going to have to start bringing back that bird watching report. My mother mm-hmm. told me she, weeks she hinted. Our friends in Waco have already seen some. Well, my mother hinted that there's some specific birds that normally come that's going to be here by next week. So next podcast, we could officially introduce... The bird watching report. Mm. And we'll have to do official the mater watching report. That's right. We got to do the mater watching. <laughs> the mater We're going to add that. Yeah. I'm going to write a jingle for the mater watching. Let me watch. tell you guys. Well, okay. I have Uh-oh. reason to believe. Reason to believe. And I could go home and confirm this tonight, but I won't because I'm tired. But in the morning, yeah. I have reason to believe I may already have a tomato or two on the vine. <gasps> Really? Yes. I didn't see any yesterday when I drug them outside. Well, you don't know what to look for, honey. I know what a tomato looks like. I may have a tornado on A tornado? <laughs> You're growing your own tornado. I grow tornadoes now. That sounds dangerous. Big boy tornadoes. And early girls. Mm-hmm. Those early girls come in February. Can you not? Can you not grow tornadoes? <laughs> okay. So, so question. I don't think you grow tornadoes, do you? <laughs> you know, when I was little, I thought that's how they Wouldn't happen. that be cool, though? Oh, my gosh, yes. No, you know, no and, that and, would not. And, and we should mention, we're doing a special thing for the kids of Hollister this week. Yes. Maybe we could teach them how to grow tornadoes. <laughs> teach them how to grow their very own tornado. Yeah, we're going to share it. Just tell me a little bit about that for we wrap up And maybe if they won't, they won't be scared of it. Yeah, if they is it Hollister Preschool? Preschool. Preschool. We will be at Tuesday morning. Oh, how fun. Live and in person, talking yeah. to three to five-year-olds. About? We're not sure yet. Weather. <laughs> no, about weather. We're going to yeah. talk to them about That's weather. What we do. We're going to make them not scared of thunderstorms. They're doing a weather segment. Yeah. Lesson, it's going to be so a blast. And I have been invited. No and we're so we excited. Yeah. And actually, we if you'd want. you'd like to invite us to your business or yeah, school we, or We function. want to make this something. Uh, yeah. I mean, when you have weather in, in, in any of the schools, it's Hollister, Branson, whatever, or anywhere. That's Joplin. I mean, we will travel there, except you got to get babysitters. I don't because I don't. Have I babies. just take them with me. That's where my that, family's at. Oh gosh. Oh, that's true. You can just drop them off for your. Drop them off at mom. Yeah, I mean, we want to start making this uh, awareness to to people. So we're gonna get some pictures. Get Grant or Grace or somebody to take. We gotta get. Take oh, pictures. we'll get pictures. All right. Okay. Got anything else to add? I don't. Okay. Other than that, I think I'm out. I think you're done. I think it's time to wrap this thing up. 
<laughs> okay, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like or fo- like and follow our, po- our. I'm gonna start that you again. Should start over. Okay, okay. So okay, make an edit. There you go. All right, here we go. So I'm done. Be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our post to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this week, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.